Welcome to the Experiment Podcast, where we talk about life and business and how they daily intersect. I'm your host, Laura Doughty. Let's get to some real talk. Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. And I just hope everybody's having an awesome, awesome summer. We are halfway through the year. And it's been a while besides my Million Dollar Mondays that I've been on here, and I apologize for that, but it's because I've been traveling. Hello, release of the COVID restrictions, and I took full advantage of that. Left California the end of April. Uh, My nephew got married, had a wonderful time with that, and then uh, Mother's Day, of course, I took my family to Hilton Head. And then I do a pageant every year called the Purchase District Pageant in the western part of Kentucky. And that was the second weekend in June. And then I headed back down to Hilton Head because I am in the process of also getting my real estate license or brokerage license in South Carolina. So Lots and lots of stuff going on, and a friend of mine who's been on here on this podcast before, Sojima Montez, posted a quote the other day um, by a lady named Sarah Addison Allen, and this is what today's podcast is about. It says, she understood that the hardest times in life to go through were when you were transitioning from one version of yourself to another. So... That is what we're going to be chatting about today. And I, my intention with this is to encourage you to go through the hard because change for a lot of people is just like not going to happen. They're just, they avoid it like literally like the plague, kind of a very appropriate cliche right now. But for me, I actually enjoy change and I tell my parents all the time, I blame them for my bi-coastal-ness that I crave, my constant travel. I prefer traveling in a car versus plane most of the time. And that's because this land that God created is just divine. It is heavenly to view and I love to go off the beaten path. But for some people, that's just like you have lost your mind. And of course, it was much more fun when I had both my dogs and even with Thomas. And that's been a little tough lately in the fact that I am doing it alone now. So you are left with your own thoughts as opposed to, you know, feeling that other soul and presence next to you. But the part about uh, where she says she understood that the hardest times in life to go through were when you were transitioning from one version of yourself to another. And I can think back from, you know, when I was younger, my parents, like I said, was trying to say a little bit before and I got a little squirrel moment there. Anyway, I always tell my parents that, you know, I blame them for my need to travel. And that's because before the age of three, we had moved three times and uh, moved a couple of, one more time after that um, to my current home in Kentucky. And then, uh, but at the same time, my, with my dad at being a, youth pastor was constantly going places all the time. So I thrive in travel and love it. And most of it is because now not only do you experience the amazing atmosphere and new surroundings and all of that, but it's just, people are just so interesting to me. And while I am, 
you know, quite reserved naturally. When I'm in a new situation, it's just bizarre with me. Um, I can be around friends and I'm really quiet. Uh, when I'm around strangers, I it's I'm completely opposite. I don't know. It's kind of funny. But anyway, that part about where you're transitioning from one version of yourself to another, there's, um, I can tell you right now, for me, this most recent situation that I've been going through has, you know, of course, I accumulated most of it to what we've all been through. You know, we've all just transitioned from one version of ourselves to another because of COVID. And for me, this is very specific in that, you know, we, for me in LA, very much locked down, if you will, in my house. And I'm okay with being alone like that. Um, I don't, it's just, I guess, how God created me. So I didn't have as many other things to deal with, but I can tell you very clearly there was a visceral and still to this day, physical uh, processing of moving more. <laughs> also uh, being around other people's energies, all of those things. So it's it's been quite a journey for me over the past three months, because that's literally what it's been since I've left LA. And the bubble that we live in, you know, Los Angeles compared to the rest of the world is truly that it's a, it is a bubble. And I know that there are other pockets or bubbles, if you will, throughout the US. And I just want to give everyone listening the permission to know that that transitioning part isn't always filled with joy. It isn't always easy. And nobody really talks about that. I mean, part of this podcast is about keeping it real. And I, you know, I don't like to sugarcoat life because the truth is it's amazingly fantastic and abundant. I'm literally looking out my window right now, sitting here recording this podcast, trees, like it's, I'm just covered with trees and the amount of leaves and flowers. It's been raining all day today. The sun's coming out now, but you're just constantly reminded of the abundance that we are all surrounded by. But as humans, we still have the valley and mountaintop experience day to day, hour to hour, month to month. And a lot of people don't talk about that um, or give you permission to express that sometimes things are amazing and sometimes things are just difficult. I feel like I have been Jacob over the past at least two and a half weeks wrestling with God in my sleep. And I am a pretty decent, I'm a light sleeper, but I get a good eight hours of sleep. And when I don't, everything about me doesn't function well. And you know what? I'm going to do a little squirrel moment here. If you are the like five o'clock club or whatever, please stop shaming people that don't get up at five o'clock. That is absolutely insane. Biologically, biochemically, ridiculous. You are no better than the person that gets up at nine o'clock and stays up until one o'clock. Your habits are no different. Okay, I get it. There's quote unquote billionaires, millionaires, etc. that have the ability, you know, supposedly their routines or that they get up at four, three o'clock in the morning. What? That's great. That's them. They're hyper... So just please stop shaming people that have a different sleep pattern genetically from their DNA than 
you do. You know, my mother gets up at the, I mean, literally sometimes three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. My dad and I, we get up around 7.30, just no alarm, but no, neither one is right. So sorry, had to have a little squirrel moment, side, side little note there because I get tired of hearing that conversation. But anyway, so keep in mind the purpose of this podcast is literally just to have a conversation so that you can feel like there's someone there for you when it comes to transitioning. When you're transitioning from one career to the next and you can't find your way, just keep going. That's the one thing that I can say that running six marathons has taught me and training for those six marathons, just so you know, the marathon for me usually lasts anywhere from four to five and a half hours, depending on how horribly I have or haven't trained, but a typical, you know, let's just say beginner or amateur, if you will, training for the a marathon takes a minimum of 16 weeks to prepare. So the training in and of itself requires so much discipline and preparation compared to the actual marathon. Everybody compares life to a marathon, not realizing that there are four months prior to that marathon that most people put in to run that 26 miles, 26.2 miles uh, to be exact. So with all of everything that we've all been going through and whether, you know, it's COVID or not COVID or, you know, I'm looking at being by coastal, living in Malibu, living in Hilton Head, South Carolina, my parents' house, my house in Kentucky and, and traveling back and forth. And it's kind of take you off of your game, if you will. I don't know about you, but I, as much as I like to travel, as much as I embrace change, I am a creature of habit and your conscious brain, when you are doing something differently, it's like danger, danger. And it wants to make you go back to what is comfortable for that conscious portion of your brain. And the thing is, when you're comparing it to a marathon, keep in mind that you have to push beyond your comfort zone in order to reach the next level. And that part of this quote is, like I said, what I've been feeling within my soul, within my being. And I just felt it was so important to share. And as far as any tips, the truth is, is that talk about it. First of all, just talk to people. Now, let me clarify, when I say talk about it, don't go buy a billboard. You don't blast it out to the world (laughs) that, hey, y'all, this is what's going on with me. I mean, listen, I'm kind of on the other side of it. That's why I'm sharing this with you right now. So my thing is there's a actually a scripture, you don't give pearls to swine. Sounds awful, but here's the translation. What is precious to you, your gifts, your talents, your next move, whatever that is, whatever you're going through, you have to very hold it in like you would a butterfly or, you know, like a, when you were little, uh, (laughs) even now when I'm big and you catch a lightning bug, you hold it softly, sweetly in the cusps of your hands and you protect it. You don't like blast it out to the world, you know? So just be very cautious. Uh, When I say talk about it, be cognizant of the fact that not everybody celebrates you. You know, you find out very quickly when you're making moves and you're making transitions in your lives, who's for you and who's against you. And also keep in mind too, that everybody's on a different level. Most people 
are 99% focused on themselves and their path. And to interject energy into you sucks life out of them. So nothing negative towards them, but just keep in mind that not always everybody's going to be happy for you. And sometimes when it appears that they are or that they aren't, they're potentially just projecting onto you their own limitations. So consider the source. And when you do share this valuable piece of yourself to other people, just be cautious and smart about it. But you do need to talk about it. Find somebody, whether it's your pastor or counselor, you've got, you've, you got somebody. So if not, that's why I'm doing this podcast, because I do want to talk about it. I want to to share the fact that there is a process in transitioning. So the second piece of advice that I have when it comes to transitioning through this different portions of your life, write it down. I'm not a massive journaler type person, but I am a massive note taker. I am a massive... I don't want to say to-do list because that just sounds so hustle culture crap, but I just, that's how I process things. I'm very much a compartmentalizer. So I need to see like dash, 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 bullet, 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 and then the next section. So that's, that's how I compartmentalize is by writing it down. And one of my tips that I can actually give you is you can go to my website, lauradowdy.com. Up at the top, you'll see about the fourth one in or whatever. It's called Keeping It Real, just like this podcast, Experiment Podcast, Keeping It Real with Laura Dowdy. Uh, There is a blog post for a, it's free, your business game plan essentials. And one of the things that I share in there is post-it notepads, (laughs) y'all. I'm literally looking at one right now. And the top, the title of it at the top says, Next dot, dot, dot. And then I have money bullet points. And then I have like task bullet points, things that make me money, things that are required in order for those things to happen. So you got to write it down, take it what's in your head and get it out on a piece of paper. And again, psychologically, there are scientific facts that when you use your hand to write versus tapping on your phone, there's just this transfer of energy and processes seem to manifest more quickly. You can test that out for yourself. Um, So the third thing is the hardest thing in the world for me. And if you're a follower of this podcast, then you can relate because that means that you are an excellent striver. (laughs) You strive for excellence. And it's about having patience and being kind to yourself because this is a process. When it comes to marathon training, 16 weeks is a lot. I mean, there are people that drink on a regular occasion, not that they have issues with it, but my point being that when you are training for a marathon, most people kind of pull back on those kinds of things. They pull back on going out as much. So whether you're training for a marathon, which not a lot of people can relate to, but you mentally can understand it. And that's why I'm using it. And because I've done it so many times, there's a process to it. You don't, it doesn't, you don't get to the finish line quickly. I don't anyway, as I said in the beginning, and I don't care. Literally people are like, what's your time? And I'm like, if you have to ask me about my time, then you've never trained for a marathon. So it's only like the elite, elite athletes that ask each other about their time because it matters to them. For those of us that run it because we're just passionate about it, you don't ever ask people what their time was. So That's again, giving yourself patience and being kind. So I just was kind to myself (laughs) 
because even after six marathons, I've never broken the four hour mark and I don't care. You know, I'm training for my next one in Venice, Italy, uh, the end of October, and that will be my seventh marathon. It was also my very first marathon. So anyway, this process of transitioning, whether you're transitioning to a new job, whether you're transitioning from being unhealthy for a long time and now you're healthy, even that, people are like, how could that be a problem? Because there are new habits that have to be formed. There are new things that you have to do every day. It's it's a lot for people to transition. And even for me, considering, you know, I like I said, I've traveled a lot and often outside of COVID, but literally processing being bi-coastal, it's so exhilarating and so exciting and so freaking scary, y'all. So it's all good, but if you don't admit the scary part, you won't get beyond those things that are you're scared about or that you're intimidated by or that you're unsure of or unclear of. Because if you try to bottle those up and just act like they don't exist, they just get bigger. So again, thank you, Sojima Montez, for this beautiful quote from Sarah Addison Allen. She understood that the hardest times in life to go through were when you were transitioning from one version of yourself to another. Growing pains, if you have children, you know as they grow, it's physically painful. When snakes shed their skin, they go through a process with all of these beautiful trees that have grown, some of them are probably, you know, hundreds of years old. It's just, everything's a process. And this have it now culture teaches us that it's wrong to not have what we want right now. And there's beauty, good God, what I'm getting ready to say is so cliche, but I sincerely mean it. There really is beauty in the journey. Last year, my dad, did get COVID, praise Jesus, he got through it. But two weeks later, I lost my dog, my best buddy in the whole freaking world. So there's just a transition and it's not always glorious. Um, So thank you. I hope you have an awesome, awesome Wednesday. And again, apologies that I've been kind of focused on my million dollar Mondays because I love my real estate. So I'm bringing back these other podcasts, my wellness Wednesdays, my, you know, Friday friend business, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, you'll get more from me because yep, that's what happens when you travel and you're not busy, 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 like doing things physically or even like on the computer and stuff like that, because you're just driving, you become a conduit. You, your brain is free. There's just this path that opens in your brain and things get poured into you. And so I'm going to pour back out to all of you. I hope that you have found this helpful. And if you are like me and you are going through a transition in your life, I am here for you. And if you are on that mountaintop, cause I'm kind of halfway, I'm not in the valley right now. <laughs> I'm midway up and I'm like, I'm enjoying the view, but I know I still got a few more hikes to get to the top. So wherever you are on that journey, I am here for you. Have, like I said, an amazing Wednesday. Love y'all. Be well. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Experiment Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Laura Dowdy underscore L-E for live 
excellent. Go make a difference, y'all. The world needs you.